Hey friends, welcome back to Real Life Marriage, where I'm your host, Candace Mummert. And on a great day, my husband, Aaron, joins me as the co-host. Whether I'm sharing tidbits and encouragement or interviewing people brave enough to share what goes on behind closed doors in their marriage, it's all for the goal of strengthening marriages. We're glad you joined us as we unpack the good, the bad, and everything in between when it comes to real life marriage. Hey, Aaron. Hey. You want to talk money? Ooh. <laughs> is, that, is that number two or number one for divorce? <laughs> oh, it's up there. It's up there. Uh, 18 years in, though. We've got a few things figured out. We got some things figured out. We yeah, do. so we thought we'd share that with you in this episode. A few okay. of the things that we've learned about money talk and finances and our brains work differently. Oh man, let's just start there. I am a musician and he is an engineer. We use very different parts of our brains. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> and I'm a communicator, so I am when not. <laughs> we were when we were hitting a wall and he'd be like, let's be done. And I'd be like, no, we have to figure this out. Why are we not seeing eye to eye? Why are we not understanding one another? I will not be able to sleep, right? Yeah, yeah. And so one of the first lessons we learned was that we just think about things so differently, including numbers. Explaining where the money went can be a full hour long argument. And I... I've, or discussion, I discussion. say. Discussion. Yeah. Yes. But I vividly remember one time when we were talking and we talked and talked and talked and talked and talked and talked to try and understand one another. And all of a sudden we finally went, I think we're saying the same thing. We're just saying it differently. And it was like, I was taking one highway loop to get there and yes. he was taking a, the opposite loop to get there, but we were ending in the same place. Yes, yes. And that was a big realization for us because now we catch that more quickly and we'll go, I think we're saying the same thing. Yeah. The bottom, <laughs> the bottom number we agreed upon is how we got there. <laughs> Which I guess that comes from time and, and yes. marriage too, because as we learned to trust one another more with our finances and know that we believed for the same things and we're both going in the same direction for our money, then it was easier to go, okay, we're not saying it the same, but I, I yeah. honor you. I believe we're going in the same yes. direction. Surely we're not saying things so differently. Yeah. We started out, uh, as I would recommend every couple start, start, go, go do the Dave Ramsey studies. Yeah. He has tons of them out there. Envelope method. Um, and we really didn't do that right away. When we first got married, we both had full-time jobs and there was no, yeah, relatively was no problem debt then. and no kids. And so <laughs> we were just spending money. But when that first pregnancy came along, that's about the same time we met Dave Ramsey. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and so we, yeah, we've been through Dave's stuff and some other um, Crown Financial mm -hmm. Peace University or something like that. And um you know, just kind of made it our own, um, picked on it, but definitely have a monthly budget that we stick to. Um, I'm not a fan of the envelope method. You no, know, Katie's not. She I love the idea behind it, but carrying man, around envelopes she doesn't did like. Did not work well for me. But uh, anyways, um, so we kind of work through the budgets. Work. I mean, how, how many years? Nineteen. How many years have we been married? Eighteen. Eighteen. Years. Coming up on nineteen. <sighs> 18. I'm right. Big 20's gone. 20's going to be a big one. We got Better it. be. All right. All right. Off topic. Here we go. <laughs> um, but we kind of, the bills kind of, the, the, the budget kind of broke up into two big categories where 
I was naturally responsible for all the set bills, the standard reoccurring mortgage, electrical, water, insurance. And now when he says responsible for, we have one bank account. Yes. We share our checking account. Yes. All the money goes into the same pot. We do not have separate. But he was the one that would watch those due dates. Due dates, categories, spender, you know. He would make sure that the bills got paid. The mortgage got paid. The car payment gets Cars, paid. Yep. The, he makes sure that we're saving for taxes at the end of the year when they're due. All the big stuff. And then the other category, which is the flexible bills, yeah. which is grocery, restaurant, miscellaneous, clothing, kids. Entertainment. Entertainment. Very flexible. All dependent upon your spending appetite in the month. Right. <laughs> And those were the ones that I would kind of watch over because I bought the groceries. I had more responsibility of, you know, what the kids were doing and what I needed to pay for for them. I love eating out. <laughs> Not that I spend more money there, no. but I do enjoy it. Yes. And, and so I was always watching those categories. And so what we found was because those were the flexible ca categories, there was pressure yeah. that Candy would feel because they were very flexible. And so right. depending upon the monthly spending um, or entertainment or food or groceries or kids' activities, whatever it was, those those categories would get hit. Yeah, and I would very consciously shop the deals at the grocery store and not buy extras if we were running low in the budget. And I was really conscious of it. So it would be so frustrating when we'd go over every month on groceries. And obviously our grocery budget grows pretty yes. much every year because <laughs> we have growing children. But Aaron yes. just started chuckling because he remembers a conversation <laughs> that we had just this year. Yeah, so, you know, Saturday morning, wanting to get up, fix a big breakfast for the family. Two days left in the in the month, and so, uh, you know, it's a little thin in the refrigerator. So I said, I'm going to run to Walmart, grab some milk and eggs so we can fix breakfast. So I'm at Walmart, I'm going to be the fun dad and pick up, hey, there's some donuts. Let's grab some donuts. I'll get some donuts, and then, ah. Oh, Bananas. I don't think I saw bananas. Let's grab some bananas. Ooh, those oranges look great. Let's grab some of that. Oh, well, that kind of looks on sale. Let me grab that, too. And so <laughs> here here I am, proud husband, coming back. Saturday morning, Walmart run for my wife. Four bagfuls. And I, I, don't, I don't get the joyful kisses no, when I, I show really up. I really wanted no. to be thankful, but mm. he blew my budget. Yes. Like, all the Sorry. time. He would go and get all the fun stuff. And... <sighs> <laughs> And so finally this year, I mean, I guess I just didn't even think that we needed to have this conversation. I just kept trying yes. to be okay with it. And finally I was like, it would really be helpful if you would just get what you're supposed to get from yes. the store and not buy the extras. And yes. he was like, oh my gosh, I never even thought about yes. that. And so it was, it was more of an honoring that she is the chief financial officer of the grocery budget. I am a consumer of it, and so I need permission, <laughs> not so much permission, but, but honoring honoring her as the as the manager of that budget. Yeah, just check in the budget before Absolutely. you go spend an extra 50. Yeah. So those little conversations have yes. served us well yes. over the years, and um, some of you may know, many of you don't, we actually just moved and bought a new home, and so we're doing some renovations in the house yes and it has led us to even a few more financial conversations <laughs> <laughs> we're still learning still testing it yes <laughs> and so uh i guess you would say i'm taking the lead on the renovations right babe yes like, the... i'm choosing colors i'm interviewing painters 
I'm pulling together all of the data. You're doing all the research. Yeah. You're really good at it. Thank you. I enjoy it most of the time. I don't, but you yeah. do. And so I bring all the data to him, and then we make decisions together. And uh, we've always known I'm the spender. He's the saver. That's how it's always been. It's a good balance. Yeah, we balance each other well. But he also knows that I am very conscious of our budget, and I'm not a spender that doesn't pay attention to whether no. we have the money or not. Yeah, and it's years of um, building up trust yeah. um, and, and true partnership. And we've talked about it before. Team Mummer, Team yeah. One, we're on the same team. And that goes for your finances as well, that we're going to get in debt together and we're going to get out of debt yeah. together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and that we, we need to work work together and, and that we're making decisions as a group. It's not one saying yes and one saying no or, or whatnot. And it's similar, I don't know if you last year during one of our podcasts we talked about our 2019 goals and we've we were working on setting our 2020 goals but setting up goals at the beginning of the year and say hey this is the family's goals of where we're going to invest our time money and energy and so that when good opportunities come up later on in the year we're able to regardless who brings them up or who's presented with the opportunity we're able to test that against the family's goals of where we're going to invest time energy and finances and if it if it's a fit, great. If it's not, then it's the family's goal, the family's mission statement that is saying no. It's not right. a, it's not the father, it's not the mother, or, yeah. or whatnot. And so the finances are the same way. And so what we found ourselves was the the list of upgrades or the list of renovations that we're wanting to do with the house is a, is a longer list than what can get financed, right? right? Naturally, right. I wish it was the other way around, right? Yeah. Um, and so we, we have that list, and we share that together. It's a, it's a list that we agree on. And then it's the, just the prioritization and discussing, okay, what is number one? What is number two? What is number three? And, and talking through with those. We're not saying, no, it'll never get done. We're just saying, well, that's a three-month. That's a six-month. That's a 12-month goal in perspective. Yeah. And, so, and I think I've realized, too, through the process, and recently just learning more, God's pruning me some more these days. And I'm learning that I have put a lot of undue pressure on myself as well because Aaron is the saver. I have kind of trained myself to always find the least expensive thing or always wait for the sale to happen. And not that that's bad, but I feel like I've become overly zealous in that to where I almost put pressure on myself and I don't even enjoy the buying and the shopping because I'm so stressed about, well, I've got to get the cheapest one or whatever. Yeah. And so I've started to learn about myself that I, that I'm putting that pressure on myself. Aaron has not put that pressure on me. And that's a conversation that we have just recently started having because I am realizing I need to put a shift in my thinking. Yeah. So husbands, uh, I mean, you know, we're just, we're just sharing honesty here. And Candy told me we were eating out somewhere or whatnot, and I could just see she was not comfortable. She was not <laughs> enjoying it. Um, oh, this was in our, our Italy trip. This is when, oh. <laughs> that's yeah, a whole nother story. That's a whole nother story. That's a whole nother story. But anyways, she just was not enjoying um, eating out or, or the dinner that we had before us. And it just sparked the conversation. And she was just talking and evaluating her emotions, how she was saying, just looking down the menu, not at what I want to eat or what I want to enjoy, but looking at the prices and trying to find the cheapest 
but yet still enjoy the situation. And so there's kind of a, that's kind of too much. And so then it's like, well, that's not, you're not even enjoying the opportunity that yeah. is presented before. And us. especially when you're talking about the difference in $5 or $7 and you're out yeah. to dinner. Yeah. But I would still literally look at, okay, well, what's the cheapest thing on the menu that I like? That's what I'll get. Yeah. And Aaron never did that to me. I trained myself for that. Or again, being honest, that same conversation, I I told him that like I resented the fact that he would order a bottle of wine yep. at dinner. Yep. Because often at dinner I would be like, Man, I'd like to have a glass of wine. Oh, but maybe we shouldn't spend that money tonight. So I wouldn't get a single glass of wine that I wanted. And then we'll be at a different dinner and Aaron will be like, Let's get a whole bottle and I would resent it because I didn't get to have the glass I wanted the week before. But if he chooses to get the bottle, then we can just and I wouldn't even enjoy the stinking bottle of wine because I was resi- <laughs> like, I can't really... win, man. You can't. Oh win. Oh my no. <laughs> gosh! I just had myself all up in a tizzy, and I and I've started untangling myself yes. in the way I think about things. Yeah, the good the good thing is it's it's out of your head and it's in in front of us on the table, and we're able to discuss it right. and work through those emotions and those feelings. Yes, absolutely. Because so I'm not all up in my head now. Yeah. I can actually talk to my life partner yeah. about it, and he can look at me and say, "Candy, have a glass of wine. Get the lobster." <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, all of that that's been new this year, and and I'm I'm untangling myself in that way. But, obviously, home renovations are yes. costly. So we and had a fun example. We had a really fun example, yeah. So I'm coming up with all these plans. I'm trying to make it cost-effective, you know, my normal thing. And Aaron's being really incredibly supportive of the whole thing. And I had noticed that. And so we had a friend that is in the profession world of renovations come over to help us with some decision-making. And Aaron had stepped out for just a minute. And our friend came up with this grand idea of getting a new refrigerator and moving it in the kitchen. We're trying to make the flow of the kitchen a little bit nicer. And with that, he said, why don't you get a new refrigerator? You'll have a huge family. Let's get a big refrigerator that fits your family. And I was like, oh my gosh, this would be amazing. I got really excited about the idea. And I literally told our friend, it's your job to convince my husband. Because I knew that was going to be thousands of more dollars in the budget. Yeah, refrigerators aren't cheap. What happened? No, yeah, no. Aaron had a rude awakening when he yeah. found out what refrigerators cost these days. So, our friend told Aaron the whole idea. Aaron was extremely calm. I was very impressed and said, you know, well, we'll look into it and we'll make a decision. And so then later or the next day, whenever Aaron and I were talking about it, Again, he was very honoring in the whole thing. And he said, you know what, babe? Look up the numbers, see what you find, see what you like. And I was a little taken aback because I really expected him to put his foot down and say, no, we're not spending that money. So I went and did my research and did my research for about a week, probably. Four, five, six days. And researched and researched and researched. And y'all, I found out I don't want a new refrigerator. I love the refrigerator that I have. I don't want a new refrigerator. So I was so excited that Aaron had honored me in quote unquote giving me permission to shop for the refrigerator. Take that lightly. But you know, he had said, yeah, go shop, see what you want, see what you think, bring the numbers back to me. And I had been able to come back and say, I don't want it after all. We don't have to spend a penny on a refrigerator. So that evening when I said, oh, by the way, babe, I don't want a new refrigerator. We're keeping the refrigerator we have. And he was like, oh, well, 
what happened. And that kind of led to another conversation. It just was an opportunity for us to build more trust. Yeah, and so I, I shared with her that um, as she introduced the idea, and it, it, it's a wonderful renovation. Looks, yeah. Looks great. Very impressive. It impressive. would be beautiful. Very, very happy with it. I was just, I was biting, I was biting my lip, biting my lip. <laughs> he does that a lot. <laughs> the flesh was, <laughs> was wanting to scream out, are you kidding me? Right. <laughs> Have you looked I... <laughs> at the budget? Have you looked at the list? That's what I expected. Um, but I didn't. I didn't because um, I, I trusted her. I knew that she was my partner. We had already talked about this list of items that yes. were needed financial support. Yes. And so it was just a matter of, hey, there's a new item now. And we'll need to decide where we want to slide it in the priority. It's not her want, my no. It's, hey, this we're doing this big thing. And where, where are the items? And But it came down to trust and honoring her and respecting her as, as a financial partner of the family. And I would say that his demeanor and the way that you responded literally made me feel so trusted but it had been earned it had been earned over years yeah and and i knew she would do her research i knew she would go out and find the best deal and then she would find what would work for us and she she had the tape measure out measuring bench which is that that in itself is a podcast in itself how your (laughs) wife uses a tape measure and records numbers and oh my gosh uh, we yeah had to do a lesson on babe that's not how but anyway. oh whatever <laughs> just because I don't do it your way but but no seriously she she did three days worth of research had multiple examples showed me a couple of them was showing me the price tags my jaw dropped I was like holy yeah. cow refrigerators are expensive but on in all honesty I'm like. I don't want to go toe-to-toe with my own research and present against her. She's going to do the best thing for the family, and it's just then a family decision of that's what we want to invest in. And I felt like the Lord gave me a gift in being able to go back and say, hey, thanks for letting me do the research and consider it, but I don't want it after all. We can knock it off the list. It felt like a gift that, that God allowed me to come back to you and say, never mind, I've proven it wrong we don't want it yeah and and like you said that just built the trust even more because the next time you're gonna say okay go do your research and you know my heart yeah and i know you know it's just good stuff and that's doing life together and that's experiences and that's why you say i love my spouse more than i did the day we got married because you walk through journeys like that absolutely So we just wanted to share a little bit of that with you guys. Hope it encourages you. Keep the conversations flowing. If you're hitting your heads against the wall, ask some another couple to sit down with you and walk beside you and sort the conversation out. You know, sometimes feelings are so hurt or trust is so broken that you need some help to get back on track. But there's always there's always hope. And sometimes you can get some good laughs out of it. And you build upon it as as you have success in each little journey, each little discussion, it builds upon the next. It builds that trust. Yes, yes. It's worth it. So keep talking. Keep having those conversations. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. Thanks for listening today. If you enjoyed the podcast, please take a minute to leave a review and share it with a friend to be part of Strengthening Marriages. 
Until next time, be sure you're loving on relationships.